Gerard grabbed James's arm. Meet me at the split cypress tree at three o'clock. We can get to the cabin and back in time to finish your chores. I'll help you. James leaned on his garden hoe and packed loose dirt with his toes. You know you want to go, Gerard said. James wiped his brow with his bare arm and looked behind him, searching for Master Johnson, the plantation's overseer. We can't make it over the well without a bit of rope, he said. Gerard smiled, realizing James's remark meant he had been persuaded. There's a new one in the barn. I'll hide it in the tackle room. The Borchard cabin had been abandoned a generation before and never resettled. The place was inhabited by spirits and played large in local voodoo tales. But it wasn't the spirit world that frightened either of them. It was the good sense they both had about the rotted planks that covered the well. In smashing through them, they would descend into its watery depth and keep company with God only knew what subterranean goblins. Gerard grabbed James's hands, their rough, weathered texture harsh against his own soft skin. We have to climb to the higher limbs. We can get there from the cabin's roof. The rope's a hundred foot long. I'm sure to hold us. James resumed tending the winter garden. You know, I was promised more than a tongue lashing the next time they catch me running off with you, he said. You'll just get sent to bed without supper. Then your mama will sneak into your room in the middle of the night with milk and biscuits. If she does, I'll only drink the milk. Then I'll sneak out and we'll share the biscuits. Come on, there's still enough light. They had both watched the overseer whip many of the slaves on the Chantier plantation, especially James's older brother, Cole. It wasn't something either of them could forget. He could see his friend was torn with the same conflicting desire and fear he felt. If we get caught, I won't let my father whip you, he said, egging James on, despite the potential consequences. I'm more guilty than you. I'd tell my father I made you do it. James was anything but stupid, so he doubtless knew that, as a Negro, his friendship with the owner's son couldn't protect him. Last month, Gerard had overheard Cole warn him of exactly that. James's older brother was a legend around here. Multiple floggings by the age of sixteen, and he'd never once cried out in pain. Though never voiced aloud, the question hung between them. Could James show the same defiant courage? Perhaps. Perhaps not. But they were keen to tackle the next test of their courage, so the strategy was be certain not to get caught. They had to jump the well and do it fast and cleanly. Last year they had swum with cottonmouths. This was a new year, requiring a new challenge. Get the rope, James said. It took them longer to get to the Borchard cabin than Gerard had expected. Swelled by winter rains, the tributary wasn't the lazy stream of summer. Brisk currents carried their punt a half a mile below their mark. The extra cost, according to Gerard's calculations, was fifteen minutes.